0: You're listening to Empowering Emma, a podcast that focuses on self care, navigating college life, and chasing success. Hi, everyone. Today I am talking about depersonalization and derealization which are kind of confusing for me. I had to like look up what the difference was because I was like, I want to make sure that I'm explaining this in the right way in a respectful way. And so I'm going to explain like what it is, what the symptoms of it are, and then how it looks for me and how like I come back to myself. Because to be honest, it's happening to me right now. And that's why I was like, okay, maybe I should record. I've been at home all day by myself can't leave because I'm awaiting a COVID test. I'm 99.9% sure that it's going to be negative, but I'm being responsible. So I think I like, I don't know, I'm like bored and I'm like, I feel like I'm like not in my body and I haven't really spoken today. So I was like, okay, now's a good time to speak. Oh, and also I just did a past life regression. So I think that's also why I feel a little bit out of my body. Um, I more thought of it as like a meditation because I got a little bit scared Cause i'm like in no way am i like a medium or anything but i like i feel more in touch with like spirits and like knowing when things are going to happen and stuff so like i think i went into it with like a guard up like i'm afraid i'm gonna get stuck in this dimension and like so i feel a little bit weird coming out of it and i know that i'm fine i'm just like in my head about it and i like when i got to the like past life part i thought that maybe I like saw like an Indian village. Like I was like in that time era, but the more I feel think about it now, I'm like, I think I was literally just making that up. And then I got scared and I immediately opened my eyes and said, oh, none of this. (laughs) None of this, I'm scared. (laughs) I said, I'm done. So I don't know. I think that's why I feel a little weird right now, but I wanted to speak so I can come back to myself (laughs) in this fucking planet. Okay, so depersonalization. And derealization disorder occurs when you're persistently or repeatedly having feelings that you're observing yourself from outside your body, and you're having a feeling or sense that things around you are not real. It can be very disturbing and it may feel like you're living in a dream. And some of the symptoms can include for depersonalization, feeling like you're an outside observer to your own thoughts, feelings, and your body. For example, as if you were floating in air, feeling like a robot, like you're not in control of your speech or your movement. The sense that your body, arms, or legs feel distorted, enlarged, or shrunken, or that your head is wrapped in cotton. I've never heard of that. That's kind of, that's wild. Um, Emotions and physical numbness. Wow. I was reading all these. I'm like, check, check, uh, check. Um, a sense that your memories lack emotion and the derealization is um, symptoms that include feeling alienated from your surroundings feeling emotionally disconnected surrounding that your surroundings may appear distorted blurry colorless or two-dimensional distortions in the perception of time and distortions of distance and size and objects around you so for me I don't, I can't remember. I mean, I've been doing this podcast for so long now that I can't remember if I have talked about this before. I think I have briefly, but I've definitely never dedicated an episode to it. And I've only told the people around me, like close to me, like what it feels like and like when it started happening to me and when I started to realize it was like an issue for me. So I have like, I started to really notice it when I moved Away to college last year, it was like, I think what I've brought it down to in my head is that it all comes stems from anxiety, I guess. And like last year, I went through a lot of different like health challenges and mental health challenges. Just being away from home was really scary for me. And it was something that I never knew if I'd be able to do because I was so afraid of it. And so when that started, I got really scared because. I didn't, I didn't feel like myself. I didn't feel like when I looked in the mirror that I was looking at myself, I felt like it was someone that was not me. And it was like a feeling of like floating. Like not – I wouldn't say like floating above myself, but it was just like it literally felt like I was like weightless. Like it would get really bad when I would go into grocery stores. It would literally – This probably sounds insane, but this is how it feels. It literally feels like my feet lift up off the ground and then I'm like not in my body. It like, it literally feels like I'm floating and then I'm disconnected and then I'm not in control of my body. It makes my body feel numb. Um, I get like numbness on usually one side of my body, which I think is mostly connected to anxiety. And so that started to really scare me. And along with that, when I have the episodes of depersonalization, my vision gets blurred, it gets spotty, and I get dizzy. And also it can come with like a really severe migraine. And so it it was really scary me. And I thought that something was like actually wrong with me. Not that, I mean, that is something that's wrong with me, but like I thought that I had like brain cancer or something. I was like, why don't I feel like myself? Why does my head hurt? Why am I dizzy? I've never had any issues. Why is this happening to me? And it was really, really scary. And so... I, let's see if there's any other symptoms on this list that I had. I did not feel control of my movements. I definitely didn't have that. I felt like my legs were like slow. And I had that happen to me once in high school. And I, it was so scary and severe that I had to go to the hospital. Cause it was like, I remember I was walking down the stairs at high school. And I remember like, I couldn't feel my legs. Like I felt like I didn't have control of my legs. Like they felt really heavy. And that was probably the first time that happened, but I didn't connect it to this. Um, blurred vision dizziness I have those and then physical numbness I think are my main things and so it was just like really scary and I I was trying to like I kept researching online and I was like convincing myself that I had all these other things wrong with me and that made my anxiety go crazy and it was hard (laughs) it was really hard and like I wanted to move home because I was afraid of the way that I was feeling and I thought that I needed someone to like watch me because I, I don't know, like it almost felt like I was going to like pass out or something and it would be so severe that I could not go to the grocery store by myself. I couldn't hardly walk myself to school and I could hardly sit in the classroom because my dizziness and depersonalization would be so bad. Like I remember looking at the at the board and my vision would go spotty and then I would not feel like I was in my body. So I feel like being in online is better for me in that way because I can actually focus because I'm in a space that's comfortable to me and I don't get anxiety. And I think that all of this, all of my issues I think stem from anxiety and migraines and I think those are the main things that cause me to feel this way. Um, Because I have migraines and that causes pain behind my eyes and when I get pain behind my eyes I get dizzy and then my vision goes spotty. And then I get nervous and I'm like, oh god, why is my vision like this? I'm gonna pass out. And then I get the anxiety and then I get the depersonalization. It all goes together. And I think depersonalization is a form of an anxiety disorder. I know it can happen to people that have had trauma and I've never experienced any trauma besides like severe anxiety which I guess could be linked to maybe me moving away when I think about it. When I say it out loud, because my first major anxiety attack was on an airplane in eighth grade going to DC because it's first time I was away from home and I associated that one bad experience to happen every time that I was going to be away from home. And so now that I say that out loud, I wouldn't say that's like traumatic, but it's something that definitely shaped me and my anxiety. So that's interesting. To think about, But, like, my dizziness was so, so bad last year that I could hardly drive myself home from college. And I would go home about every weekend because I was so afraid to be by myself. Um, I remember thinking, like, there was times I'd pull over and I was like, I'm not going to be able to drive because I'm so dizzy. And so I ended up going to a doctor. I don't remember what it was called. First, I went to an ear, nose, and throat. And then they referred me to... Oh, a balance, like a balance doctor. I don't know what that's called. And I had to do this like balance test. I wish I knew the name of it. It was a really weird name. I don't remember what it was called. And that was probably the scariest worst thing I've ever done (laughs) because I had to do it by myself. And it was in March, like right before everything went to shit. So I never got to, I never followed up with it because I was afraid to go to the doctor and I wasn't living here anymore. And so that test was like, they would, they did like a bunch of like hearing tests on me, cause I get like a like a a fullness in my ears, like it feels really full, and so I thought that maybe like I had an ear issue that was throwing off my balance, and now it's just like becoming something that's part of my everyday life, feeling dizzy, and so I just learned to like live with it and realize that it's not anything that's severe, and. I've lived with it for a year and it's, I've been fine, relatively fine. So it's going to be fine. And if I stay calmer, it will not be as bad. So that's what I tell myself. I like, I have control over this. It will be fine. Everything will be fine. But back to the balance test. I have a lot to say because I have not spoken today besides to my dog. <laughs> but the balance test was like, they laid me down on a the table. They shut off all the lights in the room. It was a female doctor and then her intern. So it was literally someone my age, which made me feel a little bit uncomfortable and um they put these like goggles yeah they put like some kind of goggles on and it would be completely black my vision and they would stick an instrument into my ear and blow cold and hot air directly on my eardrum which would increase the spinning sensation for anyone even if you didn't have a dizziness issue and then they would open up the I don't know the slip the slider I don't know what the hell it's called open up the viewpoint of the goggles so that I could see and then they would watch how my eyes reacted to the dizziness and it was so severe that every time it happened I was my anxiety would trigger and I would feel like I was going to fall off the table and they had to do it like 10 different times and it was terrible like I literally was like crying in the room and the doctor had to hold on to me on the table because I felt like I was going to fall off They did different things where I had to like close my eyes and march in place without falling over and every time I was like I'm gonna fucking fall on the ground and it was just scary to go through it by myself but after going through all of those different experiences last year it's helped me to better understand me and my situation with that and knowing what to do when that happens and also knowing how to calm myself down before things get to that point obviously it's different for every person so I don't really know but that's my experience with it and it's a very serious thing and when it's happening to you it's very scary so if you suffer with this you're not alone I think a lot of times people don't talk about it because it might sound crazy to say that's what I've kind of thought and that's what I haven't said it because like when I tell people like I'm floating out of my body, like. Usually they laugh because it's just kind of like a funny, weird thing to say. But like it feels so real when it's happening. Like I literally feel like my feet come off the ground and I leave my body. And I don't know, like there was a one for a while we were like, I was going to see this medium just for fun. And then she was like, she was like picking up on different things. Like you're an empath. You have some kind of special abilities. And then she was like, where do you live at? Maybe where you live has so much other energy that it's throwing you off with your balance and it's making you feel like you're losing yourself because you're feeling all these other emotions. And I was like, yeah, you know, I live in a building with probably 2,000 other people, so it definitely could be. I don't know. And I don't I don't know if anything ever came value. Like, there's no way to really know, I guess, if that was it. But I started doing saging to, like, cleanse my space to only have my and my sister's energy. And I feel like that helped, but I don't know. It seems kind of far-fetched. And so when I moved this year, I made sure to move somewhere that was not super busy because of that. (laughs) And I've been feeling better. So, I mean, when you're going through it, it's a really scary thing, but just know that it's going to be okay and that you can get through this. And then on this website that I'm looking at, It says that therapy can help and there's also some medications that can help. I would even go as far as to say that uh, meditation can help bring you back to yourself and doing something that you like that can distract you can help. Thank you for listening. Next week, we are talking about accessibility. So I'm going to be talking about um, growing up with uh, my grandma who is disabled and just lots of different things about ability not disability and different things that you wouldn't normally think about and things that you should think about so I don't want to go too much into it because I want to talk about it next week but like there's this girl that I follow on TikTok and she's blind and so she like her whole TikTok page is like how she lives in the world blind so it's like you know, these like bumps on the side of the road right before a crosswalk, that's for people that are blind. And I was like, I didn't even think about that. Or it's like, she's like, this is how I do my makeup as a blind girl. And like just all these different things that I would have never thought about and how the world isn't necessarily accessible for every single person. And so I'm going to analyze that. So if you would like to hear that, which I hope you do, you can come back next week. Thank you for listening to this episode and we'll chat next week.